Isle of Imaginaria, Chapter 7, Be Shrewdy to Yourself. At daybreak the next morning, Marky and Five began their journey on the path marked with pink wildflowers. As she refilled her canteen, Marky looked up the steep incline and remembered the rams. She remembered how she felt in that moment. Alive, connected, aware. She took the piece of sparkly rainbow quartz out of her bag and tied it to a piece of fringe next to the black tourmaline. The stand of cypress trees was next. A fresh, clean aroma filled the air. A spicy, slightly woodsy scent. Marky placed five on top of one of the baby cypresses. The bluish-green leaves felt like lace as she dragged her hands all the way up. She turned and looked out over the dozens of majestic trees. All of the trunks were perfectly straight and tapered at the bottom. The tops of the trees light and wispy and soared like feathers in the sky. And there... In the very back, two trees stood so much taller than the others and were shaped just like bunny ears. Marky breathed in the woodsy aroma and then repeated aloud, I am motivated to pursue my true purpose. I am motivated to pursue my true purpose. Marky and Five walked through the sprawling stand of trees and enjoyed the sounds of the birds singing. It reminded Five of beatboxing with the broccoli. And as she walked toward the bunny ear trees, Marky looked high and low for the next scroll. But she had no luck. So there, underneath the bunny ear trees, Marky set up her camp in the tall grass and felt discouraged. Her head hung low, and she just sat in silence. And there, in the grass, she saw it. An amber-colored stone with bands of yellow and brown. It was a tiger's eye stone, just like the one on Tarsha's shelf. And as she placed a piece of it in her bag, she heard it. Marky and Five spun around. Nothing was there. And then they heard the little nibble noise again. They spun around again. This time they were quick enough to see a short, stumpy tuft of white fur hopping away. Marky and Five followed. They followed a little bunny to a pile of brush. And there he stood, 
on top of a pile of twigs and sticks, staring at Marky, until all of a sudden, he disappeared. Marky moved in closer to check it out. She moved the branch and peeked through the leaves. She couldn't see anything, but she heard dishes clanking and a tea kettle whistling. And then the bunny appeared again in a long underground tunnel lit by candlelight. He motioned for Marky and Five to come closer. Down the rabbit hole they went, following the candlelight into a beautiful bunny den with lots of little creatures seated around an oversized rocking chair. Bunny sat with shrews, moles bumped elbows with martins, and next to the chair, a wood-burning stove with a tea kettle blowing steam out of its spout. The little bunny looked up at Marky and said, I want y'all to meet my mama. The little bunny motioned his chin towards the tallest bunny in the den, Mama Claire. Mama Claire, in her bright yellow apron, stood next to the stove, stacking tea sandwiches neatly onto a platter. Well, y'all come on in. You're just in time. Marky looked out over the audience of little bunnies surrounding Mama Claire's chair. Perplexed, Marky asked Bun-Bun. Just in time for what? Oh, no worries. It's neighborhood game night. Do you like riddles and puzzles and brain teasers? Mama Claire patted two empty seats and placed a teacup at each spot. Do you take one lump or two? Marky watched and admired as Mama Claire used a tiny pair of tongs to drop sugar cubes into the teacups. As game night kicked off, Marky and Five were quiet at first, listening and watching. Some bunnies were engaged and participating. Some were dozing off. Others were whispering amongst each other while they ate their snacks. Mama Claire sat in her big chair, calling out trivia questions and rewarding correct answers. What's full of holes, but can still hold water? A colander. A bucket with holes in it. A cup. A tea kettle. A A bucket. A boat. Which is heavier, a pound of feathers or a pound of rocks? Pound of rocks. Feathers, feathers. Definitely a pound of rocks. Or both. It's as light as a feather, but the strongest person can't hold it for more than five minutes. What is it? Fire. A bee. Maybe they can't hold still. A leaf. Maybe it's a blade of grass. Mama Claire noticed that Marky had quietly whispered the correct answers to every riddle. What's full of holes but can still hold water? A sponge. Which is heavier, a pound of feathers or a pound of rocks? Neither. They both weigh a pound. It's as light as a feather, 
but the strongest person can't hold it for more than five minutes. What is it? Breath. Mama Claire poured herself and Marky another cup of chamomile tea. Well, Marky, that makes me as happy as lemonade on a summer day. I love that you think outside of the box. You remind me a lot of myself. (laughs) A natural problem solver. Are you interested in one more? Yes, of course. Okay. Imagine yourself walking down a hallway. You arrive at a room with three light bulbs inside, but the door is closed. You can't see in. However, you know the lights are off. There are three light switches outside of the room. Each is labeled number one, number two, and number three. All three of these light switches is off. You need to figure out which switch belongs to which bulb. You can flip the switches and play around with it however you want to, but you can only enter the room once. How do you do it? The riddle sounded so easy to Marky, but the more she tried to figure it out, the more frustrated she became. But she stayed with it. She kept thinking about it. All of the other bunnies and moles and martins had fallen asleep. Mama Claire was fast asleep in her big chair and her eyeglasses propped on the end of her nose. Marky stood to warm her hands by the fire. Still awake, one little shrew kept time with his shrewdy box. She rubbed her palms together, and then she held them near the fire. She touched her hands to her face. Marky's face lit up with a grin from ear to ear. She went straight over to Mama Claire. I have the answer. I figured it out. And while Mama Claire went about making her morning tea, she listened to Marky. Mama Claire, I would turn on a switch and leave it on. Then, I would turn on a second light switch, but only leave it on for a minute or two, then turn it off. When I enter the room, one light bulb will be on. I know that goes with switch number one because I turned it on. Another bulb will be hot. I know that goes with switch number two because I turned it on for a minute or two. The bulb that is often cold goes with switch number three because I didn't touch it. Mama Claire slid a scroll in Marky's direction. That's exactly right, Marky. Marky unrolled the scroll. A large ten-petaled lotus was painted yellow on the inside with a note that read, You are confident and capable. You have heard the call of the rabbit. Your vibration is one that is in line with her energy. Whenever you need to solve a problem, remember the rabbit. They have special skills to solve problems that others can't. A rabbit stays very still and relies mainly on its observation skills and wit. Always remember to stop, look, and listen before you leap. At the crack of dawn, take the path marked with ferns on either side. Follow it to the forest of fir trees and look for the creek. 
Once there, set up your campsite and say aloud, I allow love to fill me up and guide me in all of my actions. I allow love to fill me up and guide me in all of my actions. Then, wait.